Today, BC's Auditor General released a report examining avalanche safety on provincial highways. From early fall to late spring, many stretches of BC highways are at risk of avalanches. There are about 1,600 avalanche passes that pose a risk to highway users. The audit concluded that the ministry responsible is effectively managing its avalanche safety program, ensuring the safety of highway users and minimizing the frequency and duration of avalanche-related road closures, with some exceptions. To speak a little bit more to today's report, happy to welcome to the show now BC's Auditor General, Michael Pickup. Michael, how are you doing here this afternoon? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. hope you're all well as well. I am. Thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate you coming on the program. Uh, so the first question I have for you is just sort of why why the timing of this? What triggered this report and, and was there any particular reason for the timing of looking at avalanche safety in the province right now? Um, basically, it was uh, chosen because of the uh, significance um, of the subject matter. So there are roughly you know, 1,600 avalanche uh, paths to the provincial highway system, so very important. And obviously, reliability of highways is critical. People want these highways you know, to be open uh, without incidents, so it's uh, very important that this program the government has put in place uh, works well. So you know, we pick things that are uh, important to people across the province, and uh, we decided to audit this as a result. All right. So with that in mind, you, you did this audit, uh, you released it today, and you found the ministry. It's, it's effectively managing the avalanche control program. So I went over that conclusion right now, but there are a long list of recommendations. So maybe just take me through the process of kind of how you went about doing this audit. I mean, 1,600 potential areas of concern on provincial highways. That's no small feat to try to dig through that many little pieces of roadway to find out just how effectively things are being managed when it comes to avalanches. How long did this process take you? Yeah, you know, to do an audit like this takes uh, obviously uh, thousands of hours of work by a dedicated team, you know, over a couple of years as well. So a significant, significant investment of, of our resources to do that. But essentially how we get these audits done is we, we look at a program like this and we say, what really has to work well? So in something like avalanche safety, rather than saying we need to get out and see, you know, 1600 uh, avalanche paths, we say, what does this organ, what does the government need to do well? Well, they need to, you know, assess the risk uh, well and they need to uh, know and, and have the information available on the weather they need to have timely forecasts you got to make sure they have the right people in place those people have the the tools to do the job and then they have to uh, say then you have to look at and say okay what's what has been the result are there fewer incidents um, are they following up how many deaths have there been how many serious accidents have there been and then, you know, the, the, as I started with looking at um, what's happening with highway closures and uh, how long these roads may be closed for. So we look at all of those things in order to be able to reach the conclusion. And why we look at those things is because that is the whole intent of the program. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're looking at what was this program meant to do. So, so, so it takes a you know, significant amount of time, but it's actually easier to do. Um, than one, one might imagine when you set out, uh, as you said, how many paths there are. Now, uh, in, in your report, you found that there have not been any avalanche-related deaths on BC highways in, in 20 years. And you also mentioned avalanche incidents are down to about three per year from uh, the high back in 1982 of about 42 in a year. Um, that all sounds pretty darn good to me, but you do have a list of eight recommendations for how things can be improved. So given the fact that it sounds like you know things are going fairly well for the most part, how can things be done better? 
Yeah, and it's not, you know, certainly one of the thoughts I would leave your listeners with is that it's not uncommon on audits to identify areas that can be improved, notwithstanding the fact that overall the program is effective. So here we identify some really easily understandable things, things like updating the records to make sure that the government has the most up-to-date information, that they have a schedule to plan to update the information that they have. It's things like making sure you have the staff in place that you think you need to have in place, making sure you have the equipment um, out in the field to be able to do this as you want to, um, and making sure you're looking at what you need uh, in the future as well, and then um, recording your incident data, tracking it, um, looking at incidents, and seeing what you can change as a result of that. So really, I just basically summarized for you um, the eight recommendations. And I'm really happy that to the credit of the team that did the work and to the credit uh, of the government that we audited, all these eight recommendations were accepted. And the government responded with really specific timelines as to when they're going to get this stuff done. Um, and they put time frames around each of the responses to the recommendations. So some really good signs here that things will improve um, in terms of how government delivers this program, notwithstanding the fact that overall they are effectively uh, managing mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so, I mean, you summarized the eight recommendations pretty nicely there, and there was nothing within the recommendations that I looked at and thought, uh, you know, really jumped off the page as anything that was crazy, right? There's no, like, uh, insane uh, shift that has to be made within the ministry to make sure they're doing things better, but there are, of course, always ways to improve. And one thing that really did kind of stick out to me a little bit is that uh, the, the fifth recommendation made in the report, record all incident data. I mean, that seems like something that should already be being done. It seems crazy to me that incident data wouldn't already be recorded. Um, Was there anything that you looked at and thought, uh, this seems like a bit of an oversight here? You know, within these eight recommendations, was there at least one or two things where you looked at and thought, man, I can't believe this isn't being done, so I better recommend that you start making these, these moves now? Yeah, and and I think inherent in a recommendation is the opposite of the recommendation is an observation that something wasn't being done that ought to be done. Otherwise, we wouldn't be making the recommendations. And if you look at a report like this, you know, we're not making 100 recommendations, we're making eight. So clearly there, there are things to us. And that are important enough that they be addressed. And if you look at recommendation five, as you just gave an example uh, of as well, I mean, one of the uh, indicators of the importance of that is the government has said they will uh, start working on that immediately. A project is underway and it will be completed by fall of 2021. So that tells us that, you know, this is important um, for them to uh, improve upon and get it done. So so I think rather than, than being surprised, if you will, it's more, um, please that the government has accepted the recommendation that they see the importance of it and that they're actually going to get it done so ultimately this uh, program can improve for people across the province because everybody wants avalanche safety on highways to work well Absolutely. And this is a way it can work even better absolutely we like you mentioned off the top we don't want to see anyone dying as a result of avalanches on highways and of course we know that uh, avalanches if they do occur can cause a real roadblock uh, pun intended, I guess, in terms of uh, economics, right, and the movement of goods that can really slow things down if we have to be cleaning up a road as a result of an avalanche. So obviously some some important stuff within this. Happy to see the recommendations have been accepted, and we'll see some some movement on that here in, in the times ahead. Uh, Michael, thanks so much for the time. Anything else in this report that, uh, you know, you, you think needs to be highlighted that I've missed so far? 
No, I'm just uh, you know really pleased uh, with the uh, with the government response that they accept these recommendations and uh, thankful for our team for doing this work and keeping with it during COVID and adjusting to working during a pandemic and everything inherent in that. So uh, really glad to see this work moving forward and to see positive change happening as a result. And I want to thank you for your interest and always happy to connect um, when we do this work uh, if you're interested in the future as well. Absolutely. We'll be in touch, Michael. Appreciate the time today and look forward to the next report. Thanks so much. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. That is Michael Pickup right there, BC's Auditor General, speaking to the report released today on avalanche safety within the province of BC, how things can be done better. Um, As I mentioned there, no deaths as a result of an avalanche on a highway. It's very important to make sure that part is in there. In the last two decades... So no one been driving down the highway and been swept away by an avalanche and resulted in a fatality in the last two, uh, 20 years, excuse me. So that's very good news. And also just the number of avalanche incidents uh, within the report now down to about three per year. I'm looking back uh, uh, 30 years or so, 42 were recorded back in 1982. So definitely a big improvement from where we were 30 years ago to where we are here today. And happy to see that no one is losing their lives as a result of this. That means things are, are definitely being caught if there's a concern about avalanches occurring. It sounds like those who are involved in in the avalanche safety programs in the province of BC are identifying those hotspots ahead of time and being able to make sure uh, the roadway is kept safe, closed if needed as a result of an avalanche uh, risk. And so that's all good news. Here's the eight recommendations. I'll just read them real quick. Again, as I mentioned to Michael, there was nothing that seemed like overly insane. There was nothing like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that you have to make this recommendation. There was a couple of things that I'm just sort of like irked me a little bit in the sense like we recommend that the ministry record all incident data. Recommendation number five. To me, I was like, how is that not something that's already occurring? But, uh, you know, he just touched on how things can always be done better. So these are some of the things that can be done to improve uh, the way that avalanches are monitored and how avalanche safety works in the province of BC. So number one, we recommend that the ministry update its records for avalanche paths that pose a risk to highway users. Yeah, that's pretty important to have up-to-date records. Number two, we recommend that the ministry decide whether the avalanche safety program has the head office staff it needs to effectively oversee avalanche control activities. That's a pretty key thing, making sure you have the bodies in place to be able to do the work. We recommend that the ministry, number three, identify avalanche control infrastructure investment needs. Uh, That's to help uh, with long-term provincial planning. That's important as well. Number four, we recommend the ministry update the province-wide avalanche hazard index or some kind of a similar tool, and that would be probably useful to you and I as we kind of plan our trips and be able to see where might be the concerning spots. Number six, we recommend the ministry track and follow up on incident report recommendations to ensure actions have been considered or taken. Number seven, we recommend the ministry complete the weather services transformation project or implement a similar project to streamline and improve avalanche data collection. Anything to improve collection of data is always probably a, a welcome thing. And finally, number eight, we recommend the ministry define performance measures, set targets, and monitor its performance against avalanche safety program objectives. So again, as you go through that list, there's nothing within there that says, oh my goodness, I, I'm, no, I've lost all faith in avalanche safety within this province. That should not be the case, but there's always ways to do things better.